Welcome to the Healing Embodied Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about growth and healing that will shift your perspective in profound ways. We take a unique approach to healing the overthinking mind, creating conscious relationships, and living a life of courage and freedom. So take a deep breath and get ready to expand your mind, connect to your body, and activate your spirit. Chelsea here again today for episode three. Ooh, this is going to be a juicy one. Today I want to talk about how relationships can be and in my belief are the greatest catalyst for growth, healing, evolution, awakening, whatever word you like to use relationships, especially intimate relationships, are this incredible doorway or portal into growth, healing, awakening, evolution, consciousness, all of the good stuff. And this is, this was a huge part of my story. Nothing woke me up to myself and my unconsciousness, my unhealed pain and wounds, nothing woke me up to that and made me aware of that, like my intimate romantic relationship with my husband. Because relationships, and I'm talking about overall healthy, supportive relationships, overall safe relationships, they do one of two things. Well, they do both. They do both of these things. They mirror back to us the parts of us that are lovable. They allow us to see the good in ourselves. We have this person who is mirroring this back to us, showing us that we are worthy of love, allowing us to experience love being reflected back to us. We get to give and receive love so it's just we get to experience this deep essence of love and what it means to share love and that in itself is so so healing it can be so reparative especially if you grew up in an environment where you believed and you learned that you weren't worthy or that love was taken away from you as punishment or where you weren't celebrated it can be such a reparative experience to be in a secure relationship where you can trust that this person is on your side that this person supports you and also it's a reparative experience to be able to give love to express love to open your heart and be vulnerable and to share of yourself and to see someone else, to care for someone else, to support another person. This in itself provides so much healing, reparative experiences, growth. You learn how to love another person. You learn how to be loved, how to receive love. So that is one part of 
relationships that provide so much healing, so much growth, so much transformation. They really teach us about love. And the other thing about relationships that we don't really like to admit or look at is how relationships poke at any wounds, any insecurities, any beliefs about love that are not helpful. They poke at and they highlight and they shine a light on our defense mechanisms, on our survival responses, relationships. Ooh, (laughs) you can't get away from this in relationships. When you are in a safe relationship, it's going to require you to be vulnerable. It's going to call upon your ability to be intimate. And if you have experiences where vulnerability led to pain or betrayal, if you learned that intimacy wasn't safe or that was never modeled to you, these things are going to be highlighted. You can count on it. If you have learned that people can't be trusted, guess what? Your trust issues are going to be poked at. If you learned that commitment is just going to end in a dumpster fire, if you watched your parents, you know, commit to each other and it ended horribly, or the, the relationship was toxic and you had unhealthy communication modeled to you, guess what, honey? Like all of that is going to come up. It's going to be poked at. If you have people-pleasing tendencies and you learn that owning your needs and communicating your needs was unsafe or that if you had needs, it made you a burden or a problem, Guess what, honey? That's going to come up in an intimate relationship. And literally all of these things that I just mentioned are the things that I was made very aware of in my relationship. I was so terrified of opening my heart and being vulnerable and committing because I had seen my parents get divorced. I had actually been previously engaged and committed and opened my heart and then it didn't work out. And so I had built up all of these protective mechanisms that made vulnerability and opening my heart really friggin' terrifying. And so as I was in this relationship with someone who wanted to be all in with me, who wanted to open his heart to me, I was having such a hard time reciprocating that. My mind would come up with all the ways it wasn't going to work out, all the reasons why I needed to run. I would overthink the relationship. I just couldn't allow myself to be fully in because I had this protective mechanism that I had built because of the pain I had experienced in the past. And my mind was really convincing. My mind was really good at convincing me that all of these reasons were actually about him and not about the pain that I was carrying. 
My mind wanted to do everything to get me out of any situation in which I would be vulnerable, in which I might have my heart broken, in which I would have to commit and be decisive and be fully in. My mind was coming up with all of the reasons, all of the reasons. And what often happens, this is what happens when we've experienced past pain and we have this unhealed, unresolved stuff is that our mind kicks into overdrive. And what we often do, what people often do is they just take that at face value. They're like, oh, well, my mind is saying this, 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 and this could be wrong and that this could happen and that, oh, this person, you know, this is how they're going to hurt me or this is why this is, you know, something else would be better. We often just take that at face value because we've learned to place so much value in our thoughts and everything that our mind says. And many people just take that and leave. They're like, oh, well, I'm feeling uncomfortable. I'm having anxiety. I'm, I'm having discomfort. I'm being triggered. Well, this much must mean that the relationship is wrong and that if I was with someone else, then I would never experiencing, I would never experience these things. I would never have these insecurities. I would never be afraid to commit. I would never have to confront the pain and the fear and the protective mechanisms. But if you're in a relationship with a person who is overall loving and caring and supportive and isn't doing things that are making you feel like they're going to leave at any minute, like they're actually exhibiting behaviors that are shady and shifty and inconsistent, you know, that's one thing to feel anxious about that. And it's another thing to be overthinking and obsessing and feel anxious and feel afraid, even though your partner is there for you. They want to put effort into the relationship. And a lot of people, they just go, well, this must be the wrong person, or maybe this isn't right. This isn't working because I'm, I'm feeling anxious or I'm like feeling uncomfortable with, um, communicating or I don't know how to communicate so it just must be the relationship and this is where people miss the opportunity to look at these things and they often they'll go to another relationship and these things come up again and some people again they're like well must be the relationship and go to another one and some people are like hmm Maybe there is a common denominator here and that common denominator is me. And this is where the uncomfortable part of relationships emerges. This is where we got to look at ourselves. This is where we got to really own our stuff. And this is actually such an incredible, beautiful opportunity a lot of us go, oh God, like why? Why is this happening? Why can't I just trust? Why can't this just be easy? Da, 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 da. And I want you to actually see this as a beautiful opportunity to heal the things that might not have ever come up had it not been for an intimate relationship highlighting it. Your soul came here to evolve and grow and unlearn all of the things that are blocking you from being able to love fully, being in your pure essence, which is love. And relationships, intimate relationships, 
can shine a light on all of those barriers, all of those things that, that make it scary to love, all of those places where we learned not to trust, all those places where we learned that, that to love someone is unsafe. And this is uncomfortable, right? To really look at these things and, and turn toward these things instead of running away from them or blaming our partner and putting all of the responsibility on the relationship. We turn toward these things and we go, whoa, <laughs> why is it so scary for me to commit? Why is it so scary for me to communicate my needs? Why do I put a wall up? Why do I push away? Why do I cling? Why do I shut down? Why do I go into fight or flight every time we have a minor disagreement? Really turning toward these things, becoming curious and seeing them as an opportunity to grow and heal and evolve. And then actually taking the necessary steps to work through these things, taking full ownership. When I was dealing with all my relationship triggers, I got myself into therapy. I started reading lots of books about anxiety and attachment and trauma because I really wanted to understand why I was having such extreme, intense reactions to things when I know that not everyone else was, well, that I knew of, not everyone else was dealing with these things in the way that I was. Not everyone else had this level of fear around commitment or this intense inability to relax and just trust and be open to how the relationship was unfolding I really started to see like, whoa, okay, there's really something going on here uh, that I'm starting to sense isn't actually about Matt. I'm starting to sense that maybe this has something to do with the things I was taught growing up, the things that were modeled to me growing up, learning that I couldn't trust myself experiencing a you know devastating breakup in the past I'm like hmm maybe maybe this might have something to do with that and I, I began to uncover that and see that as I started taking responsibility for those things as I started becoming more curious because trust me I I broke up with Matt in the first two years of our relationship because of these things because I thought that he was the problem I thought that he was the reason and that if he was just gone, then those problems would be gone too. But I began to see this these patterns also in other areas of my life. The overthinking, the not trusting myself, fearing taking a risk. I started I saw those patterns in other areas of my life, but they weren't loud enough to get my attention. And a relationship, intimate relationship amplified those things so much to where I couldn't ignore it anymore. It was at the forefront of my psyche almost 24-7. The relationship provided me the opportunity to finally 
look at these things because they were stored in my body. Just even if I wasn't in a relationship, these things were still going to be there. Maybe they're more dormant. Maybe they were more quiet. Maybe they didn't impact my life as much, but they were still there creating these blockages, um, creating challenges and, and the relationship just amplified these things so much to where I was like, whoa, I need to do something about this. And that's when I went on my journey of healing and working with my body and understanding where these fears and these defense mechanisms came from. And once I unlearned these things, unlearned these things that I had learned about love, about myself, and I was like peeling back these hardened exterior layers and just in peeling back these layers and addressing them and working through them and taking ownership and in and healing them the ability to give and receive love came so much more naturally and easily and I was able to experience the relationship so differently Matt didn't really do anything to change but once I had worked on these things, I experienced the relationship so differently. I finally was able to see it for what it really was and experience the love, the the immense love that was trying to be shown to me that I just couldn't fully receive and experience. And through working on these things in the context of my relationship, it Oof, it rippled out into every other area of my life. I've began to feel like a completely different version of myself. The way I showed up in my life, the way I began to trust myself, the way I began to not overthink every little thing, the relationship was this portal for me to grow as a person, not just in my relationship but every area of my life. And I was actually able to understand my humanity, my emotions, my mind better. I was able to understand the suffering and the pain of other people better and see that, you know, their defense mechanisms and their behaviors and their emotions came from deeper places And I was able to have more compassion for other people, able to have more compassion for myself, all because an intimate relationship poked at the things that were keeping me from living and loving fully, all because this relationship showed me where I still didn't trust where I still was clinging to control, where I still didn't feel safe. This relationship highlighted these things and it wasn't pretty, y'all. It was not pretty. It was not easy. I had to face my demons and get to know them and cuddle up with them and really understand them. So... A relationship was my catalyst for growth, evolution, change. It taught me how to give and receive love. It taught me how to trust. 
I learned how to live more fully and vibrantly and open-heartedly. And my relationship today, we're seven and a half years in, maybe more than seven and a half. I'm still learning and growing, learning how to communicate, learning to take more ownership of my needs, learning how to understand another person. My relationship has become like spiritual practice. And I just don't think we are taught in mainstream culture to see relationships in that way. We're kind of taught, oh, eh, if it's uncomfortable or, you know, if it's not automatically easy, mm, it's just not right, get rid of it. We're not taught to actually become curious about our own discomfort in relationships, about our own defense mechanisms in relationships. We're kind of taught to put all of the blame outside of ourselves. It's the other person, it's the other person, it's the other person. And we're not really taught to look at how we might be contributing to a dynamic or how we are showing up in relationships. And I really believe that once we actually learn to do that and we learn to turn inward, we're going to have a much more conscious, kinder, compassionate society. We'll really start looking at ourselves and healing from the inside out and as we begin to heal and grow and expand and evolve that then begins to ripple out to the people around us and healing our own selves heals the collective looking at our own selves becoming more aware of our own patterns spreads awareness into the collective you just show up in the world differently and so many of us are missing this incredible opportunity to evolve and grow and learn and unlearn because we are taught that if you experience any discomfort in relationships that just abandon ship, abandon ship or it's the other person's fault. But let me tell you, it has been the most worthwhile thing to turn inward toward myself, to become curious about the things that trigger me in relationships. It has been the greatest gift, the greatest tool, mirror, light toward my own growth and evolution as a person. So if your relationship has been bringing up discomfort, bringing up fear, bringing up insecurities, I want to invite you to become curious about that first. Become curious about where that could be coming from, what have you believed about love? What have you learned about love? What have you seen witness? What have you learned about vulnerability and intimacy and expressing and communicating your needs? Become curious. Turn toward those triggers, those insecurities. Turn toward the discomfort. And if you feel like you need support with this, that you, you want to be able to grow from this and unlearn all of these defense mechanisms and feel safe to give and receive love fully. We got you. That's what I do all day, every day with hundreds of people around the world. So if you want to learn more about how you can use relationships as the most freaking powerful tool for your growth and awakening, check out our website. See what we have to offer for you. Go to our website, www.healingembodied.com. We would absolutely 
love to support you so that you can experience your relationship as it is and not as the fear and the pain and the projections are making it out to be. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this episode was empowering, enlightening, and insightful for you. Sending you so, so, so much love. (sighs) We're doing this human thing together, y'all. We're doing this human thing together. I am with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So much love to you and can't wait to chat with you next time.